Oh, it's another week of this amazing podcast. Totally notable. Notable and newsworthy. It comes up every week. What's your commercial this week? It's actually, it's only come up one time. What's my commercial? Yeah. Don't you start the podcast with a commercial? Oh, yeah. Built Bars. So they released three different flavors. Uh, Stu can't. Oh, by the way, Stu, mm. my husband has joined me once again. We were supposed to do this last week, but he was busy eating Jenny's ice cream till 11 o'clock at night, and we were just too tired. So pretty much a true story. It is a true story. But then we were able to taste test the Jenny's ice cream, all the ice cream that he had. What was it? Saturday night as a family and the kids were loving it. They were very happy. Yes, they were. Yep. Uh, it, you know, we're good parents. We are. You know, we gave him like five different kinds of ice cream for dinner. It was 9 p.m. at night, by the way. Yeah. Again, good parents. Yeah. And it wasn't the low-fat kind of ice cream either. No. No. Um, but anyway, so we were supposed to do this podcast last week. We didn't do it. I ended up um, kind of putting one together on a whim, and it actually turned out pretty good. So I really didn't need you, but you're here now. So it's a recurring theme <laughs> in our marriage. All right. So getting back to Bill Bars, I was going to say, since he, Stu's a vegetarian, he's never tried a Bill Bar, which really sucks. It really does suck because... Agreed. Come on. Get him to switch it up. I know, but I, over they there. told me that they tried that they tried to come up with a vegan bar, but they could not get the consistency right. It wasn't going to taste right. Mm. So once again, you're left out. But anyway, they came out with three different flavors last week. And the lemon meringue pie is my favorite. I think it might be the second. My, my all-time favorite is the chocolate or the coconut almond. Chocolate coconut almond. All the bars are chocolate, but then you've got the coconut almond. That's hands down my favorite. But this lemon meringue pie is really good. You're team lemon? I'm a team lemon. Team lemon stand up. Mm-hmm. So you can go to BillBar.com, use my name, Lisa, and you'll get a discount off of the bars or any mixed boxes or sample boxes. They've got... Did I tell you Glenn is all about these things now? Bill, Glenn? Yeah, he came to me the other day during the show and said, hey, have you heard of these Built Bars? They're amazing. I'm like, my wife like runs the company. And um, also, he better not steal my thunder with this company. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just told him if you talk about it on the air, make sure to use the code Lisa. Lisa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, so go to BuiltBar.com and grab your box of Built Balls. Um, all right, so... We, I posted a Q&A question, like teaser, up on Stu's Facebook fan page, which he rarely goes on. And I know that a lot of people listen to both of us. And I know they're going to agree with me when I say Stu never goes on his own fan page. I've never been able to figure out how to go on it. Because you're never on Facebook. That's Well, that, was the, that would be the first step, yeah. But his people are diehard fans. And so they're always talking about his show. They're always talking about what's going on in politics, what happens on the TV show. But Stu actually never comes on the group. We did a live stream. Him and I, we went live back in the summer. So one of the questions here by Gary is he wants to know if we'll ever do another live stream. And I say no because Stu hates social media. Yes, that's true. When did we do a live stream? Though? Well, we did a live, like we did a Facebook live. Remember like at the beginning of the year? Remember oh. the kids were in school and you were home or something and we were, yeah. I don't remember this, but I, I believe you. We you have a much it. better memory than I do. We did it. I'm um, not a big social media fan, no. I uh, would avoid it completely if possible with my current profession. Uh, I'm looking to retire very soon so I can never do it again. But until then, I'm kind of forced to be on there, at least occasionally. Yeah. Usually on the Twitters is yeah. where I live. I know. I, I'm never on Twitter. Yeah. I just retweet things. I just retweet things. I'm sure all of the radio stations that carry my show appreciate all of my political retweets. <laughs> I'm sure they do. They love it. So um, 
Okay, let's talk about our big weekend because this is a big weekend. This well, is it's, a big one. This is a big week for Texas. This is why I love this damn state. I love it. I just love this state. I feel like I've grown up here my whole life. I, we love Texas. And I will say it was a big announcement when I realized we were going out to eat yeah. this weekend. Twice. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, Texas is opening up a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're, we're opening up the doors a little bit to kind of poke our little noses out and see what the world looks like. And one of the first states to be able to do that and restaurants are opening up at 25, what is it? 25% capacity Mm -hmm. and only outdoor seating. That's fine with me. But the weather's perfect for it here. Yep. It's timed very well. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to go out Mm -hmm. and eat at a restaurant. Yep. Like we're adventurers. Yep. Like we are, we are extreme sportsmen. This is honestly like so exciting for me <laughs> you don't even know because i will i mean people that listen to my show <laughs> my podcast and they follow me on instagram like you guys know i've hated every single minute of this i've hated it although i have changed my attitude i have really kind of turned a page pun intended get it uh, that's, turning a page because it's your last name yeah yeah um <laughs> uh it's true i would say you were m- very miserable early on i know uh, i wouldn't you know I wasn't sure if I would just come home one day and you would have burned the house down yeah. uh, for, for some, you know, reason like a, like, uh, you know, carry or fire starter. <laughs> and, uh, it was possible at the beginning. Yeah. You definitely, I think found your little, a little bit of a happy place for you. Well, see, here's the thing. We have a babysitter and her name is Taryn. And once Taryn started coming over to help the kids with their schoolwork, Life got a lot better for Lisa Page. Yeah, that worked out well. Taryn, it really did. Taryn's great. Shout out to Taryn. Um, but really, there have been so many different things that have happened over the last six weeks that, you know, I didn't see coming. Um, and now I'm starting to see there is a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. And like I was saying yesterday uh, on Instagram, I got on right away and I'm like, you guys, we're going out on Friday night. And I wanted to disclaim that like I... I didn't get on there to brag or to make, you know, our life seem so much better than people in New York. But just to say, we're taking one for the team this weekend. We're going to go out and <laughs> test the waters. We're supporting uh, local businesses. We are so cool. Yeah, we're going to support local businesses. And, you know, if you've been following us for a long time or for a while, you know that, like, we're pretty consistent with our date nights. And we have been for years. So it's been a while, though. It has been... At least two months now. Yeah, it's pretty been, much. It's been like two months. They did a lot of travel at the beginning of the year too. So it's been it's been pretty infrequent lately. Yeah. And so for us to not go out a couple, of ne- a couple of weeks in a row is one thing. But like this is unheard of. So we're really excited uh, about going out. We're taking the kids on Friday night. And then Taryn was over today. And I'm like, what do you think about coming over on Saturday night? Just think you won't have to do any schoolwork with the kids. You can do a night swim. She's like, done. Okay, I'll be over. <laughs> so... We're going to do something on Saturday night. Now, again, obviously, there's limited access to places like movie theaters, but there's no movies that are coming out this weekend. Yeah, a lot of the theaters are uh, able to open this weekend, but are not opening because I think, number one, there are no movies coming out. Uh, All the movies are just going straight to video, so there's not really anything to put in the theater that's new and exciting. Uh, And obviously, with only a couple of states where it's available, the movie companies are not going to release these movies. So there's not much out. Although there might, there's probably stuff that came out before everything yeah. closed down that we didn't see. Um, but they, so they're taking their time, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, there's not really a great reason for them to open up, but there might be one or two that open up. Um, there actually is a d- drive-in movie that's been 
open in Texas this entire time. They never stopped because it was a drive, drive, drive-in theater, mm-hmm. which I was very tempted to go see. I mean, we were getting desperate. Yeah, I was really like, right. I want to go to 7-Eleven. Like, that's where I was. <laughs> you got to the point where you just wanted to go out and do anything. Yeah. I will say this, though. Um, quarantine life, much more similar, much more uh, close to my ideal life than your ideal life. Oh, 100%. Like, I, you know, left to my own devices, this is pretty much what my life looks like anyway. I'm home all the time. I never really leave. I order delivery a lot. Pretty much how I would go. So it's this is much more of a a, a hassle and a, an issue for you as as Miss Social and want to go out and talk to people and occasionally interact with other human beings. I have not had that problem. In <laughs> fact, I've been going to work every day. Yeah. We, we, we're still at the studio doing the show. Yeah. And because of that, uh, it, this has been a different experience, I think, for me because... I'm still kind of, my days aren't honestly all that different, except they're a little longer. Yeah, they're a little longer. You're not there fully staffed, though. Like, Glenn's doing the show from home. Yeah. You're there with Pat and your TV people, but that's it, right? Like, all the Blaze writers and stuff are still working from home. Yeah, it's a, it's a ghost town. But, see, here's the difference, though. I work from home all the time. I am the OG at-home worker. This is no different. Like, this has not changed for me either in that sense of, like, working. But... He has been going to work every single day. He has not been home with the kids every single day, every hour, on the hour, all the time. So this is why I'm like chomping at the bit to get out. Yeah. Like get it. And and over the last four or five weekends, I have been going just to like random Walmarts and Targets without anybody. Because I can't even like, you know, Piper follows me around. Both my dogs follow me. I can't even take a breath from Piper or Miles, our dogs. They're all, everybody wants something from me. So the last like four Saturdays, I'm just going to Target and just spending lots of money for no reason. You that see, is the... You've, you've seen the receipts. The retail therapy yeah, situation. Yeah, the, real, the retail common. therapy is for real. There, I'm not even kidding you. I'm not kidding you. There's, there's not been one day that we haven't been quarantined that I have not ordered something online. Like, literally. Which the is other, uh, totally different than a regular day the, in no way. The other day, Stu's like, yeah, I mean, we're totally saving money. We're saving money since <laughs> we're like, um, in the back of my head, I'm like, we're definitely not saving money. <laughs> I don't want to do the calculations on that. I just want to believe you it. You don't want to know. Just please don't look at the totals when the <laughs> credit card bills come in. But um, yeah, the fact that like Texas is opening up a little, little by little is very exciting for us. And uh, it also helps that the weather is very nice. Like today I posted, I blocked out our city, but I did post our seven-day forecast, and my sister replied back, ew. And I'm like, don't say, you're the one in Connecticut, and you're going to be locked in until November. Don't be ewing our weather. <laughs> our weather's awesome. I love the weather here, and it does get very, very hot, and the whole cute little outdoor patio open restaurant thing is going to be very miserable in about a month and a half. Yeah. So we're going to take advantage of it now. I think it is great to be able to uh, to go out and support a small business, and and I think it's smart the way the governor is doing it very slowly. So, you know, look, we just got to make sure that this is done very carefully. It's still an ugly situation out there for a lot of people. Yeah. So, uh, but it is nice to see at least a little bit of that normalcy coming back. Uh, I did get a funny message from somebody. It was like, yeah, your state may be opening lots of places, but you guys can't go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to get, we're going to continue on. So let's see. Most of these questions came from people from Glenn, from your Glenn's fan page your fan page let's see here um does he does Stu really want to buy an island in belize yes i do i don't uh i I, i've been 
saying that I, I, I want to eventually be an elitist. I'm working on it really hard. Haven't gotten there yet. Mm-hmm. Not very good at being an elitist. We're, but not, someday, we're not Nancy Pelosi status yet. Someday I want to be one. And when I get there, definitely buy on the island. Belize is a good, good location. Uh, somewhere, uh, somewhere warm. I keep telling him, you, you can go with your guys. I'm not going to any island. I'm not a beach. I'm not a beach person. Well, let's be honest about it. You're not a person who wants to li- leave the town we live in. Yeah, you're right. I don't. Um, and none of the things that adults do on vacation are things that Lisa Page wants to do. So Lisa Page doesn't like to eat a lot. <laughs> Lisa Page doesn't yeah, like Lisa to drink Page a lot. Lisa Page does like to eat a lot. And Lisa, Lisa Page... Page does not like to gamble. Lisa Page... Lisa Page does not like to lay out by the sun. No. Lisa Page does not like the beach. Lisa Page does not like uh, any normal adult vacation activity Mm-mm. with the exception of shopping shopping when you do in a movie a good movie yeah well yeah we go to movies here a lot <laughs> we go to movies all the time i that's i swear i would do you know, almost anything just to be able to get the the dine-in movie theater thing back that's my i think it'll come back it, oh it'll come back but it's it's just that's the main thing i'm missing you know well i mean it, the 25 percent capacity isn't even that i don't even care if we have to drive 45 minutes to a dine-in theater if we can go see a movie yeah, I, don't I mean, the, the movie theaters care about the 25% capacity thing, but, uh, you know, it's not going to be bad for patrons. No. You know, I mean, it'll be nice uh, when they do finally open these things, but it is a major, major uh, ordeal, right, to get all this stuff done and monitor it, and, and uh, you know, it's, just, it's not an easy job, and, no. and thank God. I, mean, I was thinking about this on the way home today. You know, uh, all of these, the nurses and the doctors and all that stuff who have had so much praise and obviously rightly so like yeah. incredible I mean, my, my mom was a nurse like i mean it's a it's a difficult job in normal circumstances what it's been the last few months is is off the charts but like think of i think of how many of the really important jobs that have affected your life over the past like six weeks are just like normal everyday job like you know grocery jobs and 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 delivery jobs and all these things that they, they really aren't getting the pub in yeah. this you know like yeah. people aren't talking about the guy who's bringing over all the no. the, the the pizza, yeah, um, uh, or or making sure your sh- your shelves are stocked. The truck drivers is another good example. Farmers, all these things. I mean, it really is amazing. I mean, you know, our life because of how good of a thing capitalism is mm-hmm. and how well it's worked in this mm-hmm. country. Like this has been as uh, easy as it could have been. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be good when you're going through a global pandemic. But it's been uh, for a lot of people, you know, not quite as bad t- working you know, online and, you know, people have been crushed with the economy and that's going to be a real, Oh, don't real worry. I'm get, don't thing. worry. I'm putting back into the economy with what I'm spending every day. I got it under control. <laughs> no, but honestly, like think about all the Amazon orders we're placing, like all of my shipments that I've ordered, like everything's coming in a timely fashion. It's not like I'm waiting weeks and weeks for anything. The one thing that I will say that's been a real annoyance is and not so much for me because I was ahead of the game on this. But like dumbbells, people that are now oh. wanting to work out at home, everything is out of stock. Every single place you can think of to buy dumbbells are out of stock or they're ridiculously priced or the dumbbells are cheap, but the shipping is $250. Right. So that's pretty insane. I keep saying people need to go to Dick's because Dick's has a restock, Dick's Sporting Goods. Mm. And the last three deliveries have been from Dick's reasonable prices, free shipping, and coming within a day and a half of like ordering it, ordering my dumbbells. It's amazing. Which uh, now I basically have a full gym in my studio. Feel free to help yourself, babe. 
Yeah, uh, believe me, I weights. should be hitting it a lot, a lot more often than I am. <laughs> That's what I know. The gyms, the oh. gyms, another thing. Like I made such a big deal about going on that cruise. We were supposed to go on a cruise at the end of March, and I just was hemming and hawing about the whole thing. I don't want to like leave my bubble. I don't want to leave my routine. I don't want to leave the gym. You know, I am just like type A personality. Schedules, routines are what I thrive on. But now I'm like. If I could go back and go on that stupid boat for one week and trade in this COVID-19, I would do it a hundred times over. Yeah, I think we all would. We all I would. I think we all would on that one, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't been to Orange Theory in almost two months. It's awful. And to, to put this in perspective, and I know your listeners know this, when we went to Disneyland, we had to find the nearest Orange Theory. Yeah. So that you could leave the parks to go to the- and go to the gym in the middle of the day while our kids were enjoying Mickey Mouse. This is a no, this is a judgment free zone. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the, to the next question here. Um, this is a great question. What is up with Stu's objections to Griffin, the handsome bearded dragon? Griffin's, now, I like Griffin. Griffin's cool. He's a, he's a cool dude. I'm just not a big lizard. I don't really want to, I'm not a big uh, reptile guy. He's literally never held Griffin. No. Ever. The, actually, a couple of nights ago, Griffin was out and we were playing with him downstairs and I came in to my studio to do something and he's like, he's like, um, Liz, uh, Griffin's got to go back in his cage. Can you come get him? Like he wouldn't even pick him up. But then Zach, did Zach bring him into the room? Zach brought him back up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know. I, I mean, he's I, eight now. He's a he's basically a man. He's eight and a half. Yeah, he can do it. But Griffin, I I told Stu the other night, like I will really be upset if something happens to him. He's going through this thing called brumation, where he's basically hibernating right now. Uh, and so every couple of days, I I go in there and I take him out and I give him a warm bath and I like scrub him down with a little toothbrush. Um, but I like really love this little guy. And no one ever expected it. Like Stu says it all the time. He's like, I cannot believe that you're handling these crickets. I can't believe you're giving this this thing mealworms. I can't believe it. I, it, I can't either. No one can believe it. And I I'm, I'm not the only one. No one who knows you can believe it. This it's dragon's everything. Crazy. He's adorable. Um, okay, next question. How has this new show, how has the new show affected y'all's life? More hours? Publicity? I think this. I think that Gary's asking more for, towards you. Like, this is a question for you. Okay. So Stu's got um, this TV show. Yes, Stu Does America on the Blaze uh, Blaze TV podcast and all those things. Uh, it is uh, a lot of work. We don't have a big staff, so it takes a lot of time and it's sort of a lot of work. Luckily, it's not like a real job. <laughs> it is like, a, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm not digging. I'm not lifting things. I'm not uh, doing any frontline work. I'm doing... I, my job is considered essential because I'm in the media, but is the least essential job in the universe. <laughs> um, so... Uh, it, you know, it's been it's been fun to do. The biggest change I would say is I used to have really cushy Fridays. Yeah, where like we would come in and I'd be I could be done at like noon. You know, and work maybe do some work from home, but I didn't have to like stay there all day. And now that's gone. It's dead. Uh, that that part is is very sad. Tragic. It is tragic, mm-hmm. especially now in quarantine. Because by Fridays. At six o'clock, I mean, love the kids, but I'm ready for some relief. <laughs> and he still comes home at six o'clock. Okay, uh, let's see. Here's another question. If TV or radio wasn't an option, what careers would you guys try? Okay, so let me answer first. Yeah. I would definitely either want to be an interior decorator or probably I would probably be like a fitness coach. You sort of already already are an internal uh, uh, interior decorator. Well, I mean, you've done that. You do that for people all the time. I mean, I do love decorating. Yes, and, and you I give will, advice. And I do give advice. And I have a I have an eye for stuff. But I'm also like 
not the expensive interior decorator. I'm no. like a home girl goods pier one Kirkland's girl. Yeah, you you joke a lot about your spending habits. Um and you know, occasionally they're sort of extreme. But excuse me. Uh I would say you're very targeted with it. There's certain things you spend money on and a lot of things you buy from Target. Yeah. Like I mean, you know, you're not uh, you're not trying you're not getting a lot of high-end stuff. Uh you you're pretty you're pretty restrained on that front. I I am, yeah. You should be lucky. Um yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say yes on that. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, what would I? Uh, you would be I a mean, sports. Clearly, a male model would be number one. <laughs> uh, well, that was, did you? I'm laughing. Just laugh. I'm laughing at you. At that, uh, I I don't know. Um, I've never I haven't really thought about it. Um, I would say I, I always wanted to be a, the guy who makes the trailers for movies. That I want to do. That I kind of just really want to do. Like I kind of want to leave both radio and television to do it. That sounds like fun. What if you got offered a job tomorrow to do something like that? For real? Uh, I mean, I, you have to make a judgment on much more information than I have. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it would be something fun to do. I think I would like to do that uh, at some point. I mean, I, I really like, you know, I do coaching with the, the kids' teams when they actually played sports, and that was really fun, too. Like, I, I could totally see myself doing, like, a, you know, a, a coaching situation. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, uh, you know, uh, ab model. Oh, of course. Or Men's Health Magazine. Of course. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is so fun. This is from our friend Robert. Okay. Rob, Sarah's husband, Robert. Oh, cool. Um, and he wants to know, what's the most embarrassing thing Lisa has ever done? Just curious. Well, I could narrow it down to a category, which would be times she smashed into my car with her car. Oh, yeah. That was um, a couple times. At least two that I can think of off the top of my head. One, when we were dating and oh. we were at a, on a hill. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like something that could happen, right? Like you're like I'm in the first car and Lisa's in the second car and she rolls down the hill into me. No, we were going, going up, up a hill, hill at a stoplight. I'm stopped at a stoplight. She stopped behind me at a stoplight and then just goes and runs into the back of my car, which was relatively new at the time. Yeah, but also I hit his car so hard, my license plate... <laughs> Yeah, you imp- you you branded print, me. Yeah, I branded his the his car with my license plate. I don't. E- I obviously hit the gas, not yeah. the brake. Um, I was young and dumb. Now I will say this: it would have been very easy to know who hit me because I had the entire license plate on the back of my car for the <laughs> entire time I had it. So if it, if if you tried to do a hit and run, I would have oh, been yeah. able to just see the license plate. But yes, I was branded by Lisa's car. I, it was like we were so young. I was probably twenty two when it happened. Right? 22, 23. Yeah. We were like, in that, in that you know, area. yeah. And then the other time was when... Oh, recently. You, like three year, two years ago. You just gunned it out of, the, Literally. out of the garage, which you do all the time. Yep. And you just bashed into my car sitting in the driveway where it was just parked. Well, I wasn't even out there. But let me explain to you. This was completely 1,000% my fault because I <laughs> parked his car where I crashed his car. I forgot about that. I had taken his car earlier in the day because on Saturday mornings pre-COVID, Stu would take the kids out for pancake time. Yes. So on Saturday mornings, he would normally take my car because I've got the SUV and he's got this coupe. So that morning, I remember taking his car to Orange Theory. He took my car. And so when I came home, I parked it in a, I don't even know why I parked it where I parked it. I just, I didn't pull into the garage. I think he was doing something with the kids in the garage. So I couldn't pull it in. So I parked it in the garage. Then later on that afternoon, I went to go to Dry Bar didn't even obviously look behind me because I'm just so uh, I'm just so used to pulling out of the my 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 parking spot, my garage. 
And yeah, that's not a good thing you're describing. You should never get so used to pulling out that you don't look where you're going. And at like 25 miles an hour. <laughs> and I wailed his car. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, at the time, had a Tahoe. I whacked his car so hard that his whole bumper fell off. Mm-hmm. And then the whole back end of my bumper was like hanging. Yeah, and you were not happy. Oh my God, I was hysterical. I don't think I've ever seen you like that. The kids were mortified. They were so scared. <laughs> they were They terrified. could not believe what was happening. They still remember it to this day. Yeah, they still do. I was horrified. Yes. It was awful. It was, I, don't, I just will never forget that. But getting back to wait one more time about <laughs> bumpers falling off. Remember that time when I was coming out of the truck? Oh. Okay, this, this story is crazy. So when we were living in uh, Pennsylvania, we were living in Yardley. Both of us were working in New York. And I always got out of work a little bit earlier than he did. And I worked downtown and he worked in Midtown. So when I got back to the, to the train station, it was usually like 5.30 or 6. And he usually came home later. This is before kids and everything. And at the time, I was driving my Volvo XC90, which to this day I still love. And if Volvo dropped a bigger XC90, maybe like an XC120, <laughs> I would definitely get it next go around. But anyway... I had parked my Volvo in this one spot and I was pulling out of my spot and I took a corner. I did not even feel my car hit this other car, which happened to be a Porsche. A Porsche. This Porsche had parked, like the guy that parked it was an idiot. He parked it too far out or something. And when I turned the corner, I guess the right, like the tail end of my car tapped the front of this guy's Porsche and his entire bumper was on the ground. This is mostly true. Now, I will say, I don't know that he could be faulted considering his car was stopped in a parking spot. Um, he was a little <laughs> out, maybe, but you caught the bumper and ripped the bumper Literally off. Literally the entire a, bumper. A brand new Porsche. A brand new um, one. So you then call me hysterical. Yep. Again, this is what happens. Every, you know, Once every year or two, I get a call like this. And you are panicked. And, you know, I, I, it seems like a good reason to panic, honestly, <laughs> when you hit a Porsche. Well, yeah, and I'm in this parking, ga- parking garage by myself. Kevin at the time was the security guy, this big, big black guy, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin was my guy. He was so sweet, always hooked me up with the best parking spots. He knew me, always would let me in. I didn't even have to show him my pass. So I immediately go down to Kevin, big Kev. And I'm like, you won't believe this. He comes up and he's like, oh, girl, what'd you do? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I did not even, I did not even, I did not even feel my car touch this car. I did. And there was not a scratch on my car. No, you couldn't even tell. There that was you did not anything. a scratch on my car. I think you caught it with like your back wheel well or something. Well, dude. All I know is, <laughs> uh, you know, if you, if you buy a Porsche and you park it in a parking garage, you hope when you come back, the bumper's still on it. Oh, and so we're all waiting around. I'm waiting. Now, Stu's like, I mean, an, an hour and a half behind me. You know, he's still in New York. I'm in Trenton, New Jersey. People are now at this point coming out <laughs> from their trains and they're looking at his bump, this guy's bumper. Oh, yeah. And, and you're just there and, I'm and there, everyone's staring at you. And they're staring at me. The cops are now have arrived. <laughs> it's me, Big Kev, a bunch of cops. And people are coming out. Like the, they're, t- they're like on the 530 train back and they're all, all like, can't even believe what happened. So that was pretty embarrassing. That was so embarrassing. That Most was so of bad. these stories revolve around your driving, I'm realizing. But I have been a very good driver in the last two years, knock on wood. I haven't gotten any, I haven't gotten tickets in three or four years. I haven't gotten in any accidents. I've been pretty good. Been, I've been pretty solid. You've been pretty good. Every once in a while, I'll get a, a message from the Texas government 
<laughs> and it gives me a link and I click on the link and it just sh- like it will just show her SUV just rolling through a stop sign <laughs> at like 20 miles an hour. And it's like, that's not a stop just because you were speeding. I before, took a right on red. Yeah, you're right on your rights on red. You seem to accelerate through. Which is the opposite of what I think I you're supposed to I haven't gotten one do. of those, though, in a long time. No, but they always send me the video, and it's always <laughs> really funny. Because it's like it's not even a close to a stop. You're like, I think I stopped. And you watch the video, and it's not. It's it's as if you try to see how quickly you could take the corner. Like, you were, you were a Formula One driver. But I know now the secret, because there's this one. It's the, always the same light. Now I know. Yes. You have to stop before the white line. You that's to, all lights. Yeah, but that's you have the to. That's story you with have, all you the have lights. To compl- yeah, but this is like. That's not a news. Oh, that's not just for right, this next one. Next question. <laughs> next question. Can you give people some insight into the balance of his introvertedness and your extrovertedness? Yes. Because it's amazing. That's it, from our friend Lindsay. It is amazing. We're very amazing. What I would say is it's very easy for me to let you do all the work. So we go out and and people are talking and you just you you do all the talking and I can just sit back. It's 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 if we were both blabbing all the time, then it would be more difficult to uh, to to communicate. But when I don't feel like talking, you just you, I know, I know but you, can, it, you can carry it. No, first of all, do you remember this conversation we had years ago? This was like years ago, mm-hmm. and I said to you, you when we go out with other couples, you need to start talking <laughs> a little bit because you kind of come off like a jerk. Well, I mean, first of all, I am a jerk. Um, but secondly, I think, uh, I don't think that's really an issue at this point. I mean, I, you well, know, it's not it's, now, but at the beginning, at the, like, beginning, at I, the I, beginning, people, I think you were giving, you were, you, people got the impression that you just weren't interested. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I'm not, but it, <laughs> I can fake it now much better. And I've, I've done, I've worked very hard to fake interest in the world. And, uh, one thing I though think, I will say is you are really bad with names. Oh, terrible. Horrible. It's a terrible thing. I, I, I cannot. There's a certain, there becomes a certain level where I've seen a person enough and talked to them enough that I know their name, but like, it's way longer than it should be. Like it's, it's 10 times the length of time that a normal person takes to develop this skill. And so, and especially if I don't see the person regularly, I'll meet someone and I'm like, I know, I know this person. I know it. And, and a lot of times I'll even know the name, but I'm afraid to say it because I'm, I'm sure, sure I have yeah. it wrong. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a terrible one. I will, I, I grant, I, I cannot get that right, but you always know them. Well, See, this is what I'm talking about. It's teamwork. Well, I mean, I don't know about You didn't that. seem that excited about that. I, okay. I, well, I, do, I, I will say that I feel like I have a really bad short-term memory loss. Like, I do feel like I yeah, don't but remember you, anything from like five minutes ago. You uh, have this thing that I don't, which is a personality. Stop. And so you are good at uh, covering those situations. Like, you, you'll not know someone's name and you'll just laugh it off and, and walk through it. I just It makes me feel really awkward. <laughs> so I just try to avoid... Uh, all those moments, if it's at all possible. He does bring me along when we have to, when, when we're doing like big thing, big events, and you know we got to win people over. Oh yeah. Oh, Lisa. I'm the, definitely. She's the closer. I'm the wingman in that one. We yeah. bring. I bring when I whenever I have to be liked by someone. That's when I bring Lisa. Yeah. Because then I know they'll actually like right. think positively yep. of the family. Done deal. They don't want to say no to her to no, Lisa. No. They'll say no to me all day. They don't want to say no to her. But then when I come along. All bets are off. Yeah, that's the close. You're the closer. You, we bring you in. You're like uh, Harvey on Suits. We bring you in. You close the deal. That's how it works. Um, okay, Jason wants to know, Stu. You're obviously out of Lisa's league. How did you convince her to marry you? Um, um he did yeah, a lot I am, of. Nice I am sleeping. out of her league. I don't think. I think it's rude to say to her, but um, yeah, I'm a little bit out of her league. <laughs> that's not. Uh, no, I mean, uh, I, yes, I don't, no one understands this situation. Um, I definitely married up in a in a in a big way. 
you know, but I, I give myself some credit for that. I don't know what, I don't know what I did exactly to, I mean, I was very much convinced that, uh, she was going to, you know, kind of take off at any moment. Uh, that was pretty much the first few years of our relationship. I was like, at some point she's going to get she's sick gonna... of this, right? Like, this is obviously, what is she doing? I mean, but then I realized she just makes a lot of bad decisions. That's... So, uh, she stuck with me this whole time. Yep. Thanks for that. It's been a long time. <laughs> sure has. <laughs> Um, okay, let's see. Okay, Sandy wants to know, we know Stu loves soda, oh. but what's his favorite alcoholic beverage? Does he like girly cocktails? Yes. I don't he, think yes, he does. I don't yes, you do. Think that's true. Well, well. Wait, or is he more of an IPA or bourbon kind of guy? Also, he's go, is he going to go by the name Stu or Steve? When, or when you guys met, did he go by the name Stu or Steve? Okay, that was several questions. Okay, so let's um, go, go to the alcohol first. Alcoholic beverage, what I like is soda. What could be better than alcoholic soda, which is essentially what a Moscow Mule is? Yeah. So yes, I am a big Moscow Mule fan. He makes them really good. I make them, I think, relatively yeah, good. Yeah, they're pretty good. And uh, and I I know because I know the key. And here's the key. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, of uh, diet soda. I'm a big diet soda fan. Um, uh, diet cock and bull ginger beer is the one to get. Really, like it cuts through really, really well. Really harsh ginger. Cock and bull cuts through. It does. Uh, if you want to get, if you want to make a good Moscow Mule, that's the one to get. Okay. Um, there's other varieties, but I don't, I don't want to bore you with an entire ginger beer conversation. I would just say that I do like that quite a bit. Yeah, we like, and we like the spicy, we like the spicy mules, like oh, the, yeah. jalapeno the jalapeno mule. Yeah, and I'm, and you know, I, this is a probably besides like a mos- a Moscato. A Moscow Mule is my like go to drink. Yeah, you get it a lot. Um, yeah, I really like Moscow Mules. Yeah, I really like it. So we do. We'll do that. But I mean, I'll have beers. And my my dad's favorite beer was Dogfish Head. Mm-hmm. Um, so anytime I see Dogfish Head, I have to get it in honor of him. Um, and uh, you know, I would say, uh, you know, I'll occasionally have a you know Woodford Reserve, occasionally. <laughs> Um, but, uh, not, not, not all that often. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a huge, I mean, I'm neither one of us are big drinkers. I have my weekends. Okay. No, but, uh, wait a minute. No, you have been drinking so much more since this quarantine. Oh, yeah, yeah. He is in the, like this little, our little wine hub mm-hmm. all the time. And as a matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago, I was on Instagram doing a live and I was showing everybody all of my new favorite flavored vodkas. Okay. And I went to pull out the cherry, which I have not even tried and there's like nothing left. The cherry's good. Um, what, where, 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 and when have you been drinking this? I didn't get I, even a chance to have the cherry. First of all, I'm an adult. Okay, you don't get to tell me when I can and cannot <laughs> drink in quarantine. That's the only thing people do these days. That that's at least what I've been told. No, I mean, I you know, I definitely there's not. We're not going out. We're not you know like so. When I have a drink, I'll have it here, I guess. But um, I do like the the flavored vodka thing is interesting because I can. You know, it's very much a girly. That's a girly drink, straight out. But I don't really care. I have no pride in in such things. I don't. I don't try to. I'm not. Uh, I'm not on Mad Men, so I don't try to be cool with my drinking. But he doesn't drink any. He's not a wine drinker. Like no, ever. I don't like wine no, at all. No. But uh, you know, beer occasionally, some you know vodka type drinks, and maybe a little uh, Woodford every once in a while. And we we've been in a big like flavored vodka kick with like a club soda or a tonic or. Right? Yeah, uh, I. Again, have no pride. I, I really don't try to drink manly drinks. They, the, the flavored vodka and soda, I yeah. freaking really We're like. into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're into I don't, it. I don't care. He brought back like a, a whipped cream or a whipped, yeah, like <laughs> whipped marshmallow. He brought back every like type of flavor vo- mm-hmm. flavored vodka, and we've just been trying all of them. Mm-hmm. It's good for me, too, because it's, that's like locale. 
Uh, yeah. If you uh, if you do the club soda. It's, yeah, it's very low cal or diet soda. Or diet it's, soda. It's, yeah, it's yeah. very low cal. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, look, that's just one of the uh, the the wonders of quarantine. You find out a lot about about yourself, and uh, not always good things. Okay. <laughs> did you t- wait? Did you, there was other questions too. What was there? Um, let's see here. Oh, uh, oh, when we met, Stuart Steve. Oh, uh, this is a. Uh, this well, is this I a whole was, another so, story with how you came up with Stu. Right. Uh, so my name is actually Steve. They, I'm called Stu because of some dumb radio thing from a million years ago. Um, that go, I've, go listen to the podcast with Glenn. Yeah. That's when you tell the story. Yep. Or the there's another one called On the Mic with Keith uh, Malinak, who I just did the story as well. Um, but the the I won't bore you with that part of it, but I was known as Stu. Like That was kind of like my nickname on the air. And Lisa did, I will say, have the courtesy to ask, Hey, you know, like we're dating now. What name should I call you? And I, I was just happy she even like talked to me. <laughs> so I was like, right, whatever you want, Bill, Frank, <laughs> Stan, I don't care. So she said she seemed to be leaning towards Stu. So I was well, like, Stu's great, whatever. At the time, you know, we were at the same radio station, and everybody called him Stu. So it felt stupid to call him Steve. Everybody called him Stu. Yeah, no, that, that there's very few people that call me Steve at this point. Steve was my dad's name, uh, yeah. my, and some of my relatives uh, do that. Yeah. Um, which I still really like. And occasionally, like when I'm doing coaching and stuff for the little league team, you know, they, the kids know me as Coach Steve. Yeah. Um, but there's not that many people. Not that many people. That's so funny. Yeah. My whole family calls him Stu. Like, my mom's like, he doesn't look like a Steve. He's <laughs> Stu. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, Kristen asks this question. This is a good one. Um, what would you each say is the quality you love most about one another? And what quality drives you crazy about the other? And since Stu likes to travel, favorite destination he's been to and destination he wants to visit. Yeah, I'm completely out of that question because I hate to travel. I hate it. So let's go to the quality that you love most about me. Let's start there. Um, yeah, well, you're you. I, uh, you're very much. Um, your personality makes me very happy. It's very sweet. Oh, thanks, babe. You are. A, she's a very upbeat person. I'm sure if you are a listener to this particular podcast, you know that. And it's probably why you listen. That, that I get a big, big, heavy dose of that, and uh, <laughs> it's great. You know, I, I really do. I've always liked that. Um, she drives me nuts when she's, uh, you know, I, I, today I'm in the middle of packing up some food I ordered, and I'm like I'm freezing like the individual packets of it, and she's thrown out the bag that I was going to store it. Like legitimately, you'll be in the middle of making a recipe with four <laughs> ingredients, and she will. Th- Put three of them back in the cabinets <laughs> while you're making the food. Um, she's very, very clean uh, and uh, and does not allow any time to go by when the food, like if, if you're done with an ingredient, it immediately goes back in the cabinet. Now, I will say the house looks pretty nice. And I know that when um, when she goes away, a couple of times she's gone to visit like her mom with the kids. My entire life basically collapses in about two days. Uh, the the house, there's like rats running around it all of a sudden. Uh, you know, the, the, there's squatters living inside. Uh, it goes downhill very quickly. So I do realize that I have no ability to live a normal life. Like, uh, do you know how many? Situation. Do you know how many vacuums we own? Do you know where I store the vacuums? Uh, more like, than do one, you know probably. how to vacuum a rug? Do you would you know what to do? I, 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 I'm a little bit independent. I think I could do it, not well. Like, do you know that there's two different settings on a vacuum, like hard hardwood? On floors? and off, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, that is a setting. Both are settings, okay. on and off. Yeah, no, you you know how to do it. But again, like I could say the same thing to you about you know our oh, bills totally. or retirement accounts. Yeah, like exactly. I, like he does all the billing. He does all the billing. All the all he the does all the all the super high level um, uh, financial documents. Yeah, he does mm-hmm. all that stuff, <laughs> and I and all my purses go in the safe with the financial documents. Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much how that goes. Okay, so my I think my my favorite quality about you I can't even look at you and say this seriously. <laughs> um, you're gonna start with a bad one, aren't you? No, you're I'm gonna not, start no. with the with the, the the thing you don't like about me. No, and no, back no, into no. the nice. No, thing. no, no, no. Honestly, like I tell you all the time, like you're like the coolest husband ever. That's true. He never like ever questions me about things. I don't have to ask him about every little thing, every little, can I go and get this? Can I, am I allowed to buy this? Like I, he gives me freedom <laughs> when there, when there is something that, you know, I think we need, if it's not like for me or if it's for the house, I like go to him, explain to him like why we need this new couch. He's like, you're pretty understanding about that stuff. Yeah, I think we have a good vibe on that. Yeah, again, do. I don't give you freedom. You have freedom. Well, and of course. Like yeah. it's yours. And right, so exactly. I think that's, that's been since we've been together, a, a good way of, uh, like I, we've never had issues with that. At no, all. no. We, I have to say, like we have a, such a good balance. Like we've never gotten in a fight. We've never That's, gotten in a. It's close to true. I no, mean, I'm sure didn't. there's been some. We're a couple like bickerings. Like we get like obviously there we're married. We've been married for almost like twenty. We've been together for over twenty years now. Together. It's crazy. And we've been married for coming up seventeen years in October. I think. Which is like a no. literal lifetime in no, Hollywood. 18. 18, 18 years yeah. in, in October. See how I know that? But like, okay, mm-hmm. stop. And so, but we really, <laughs> haven't, had, that part out, we really haven't had any type of huge fight where like he stomped out or I've stomped out. We've never said anything to each other where we've had to come back and be like, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to, I didn't say that. Like, honestly. Yeah. I, we've I never really true. had that. That's true. Yeah. I, I mean, we get like annoyed. Like, there are definitely times where we're like annoyed with each other for sure. And what <laughs> I will say is that he's annoying to get and, and like, a tiff with because he's so sarcastic <laughs> like to the point of asshole you know like wow you are when you when he like gets yeah, again, sarcastic wait, 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 were you gonna start with the good thing i don't remember no, did I'm, we ever I'm get there saying, i'm just saying i'm saying so he's a, like he's a hard i wouldn't want to re- want to really get in a fight with you because you like are <laughs> sarcastic and i wouldn't want to like i i'm not quick enough i'm not quick-witted enough to come back with something like clever I don't think that's true, but yeah. I know I know what you're saying. You know I, I saying. can be a pain in the ass. That's, but no, no I mean, for real, like I definitely, my, I mean, I remember, and I, I always tell you this, when my grandma was alive, I remember like we were together for a couple of years, you know, we definitely, we moved in together and then we were engaged for like a few years and then we d- really just like, we took our time. We didn't have Zach until we were like married for 10 years and I love the way we did it. We're a little bit older, but I, like I would not do anything over we like hustled hard to get to where we're at and I wouldn't do anything over. I don't mind that we're like older parents or whatever. Yeah. No, I like being an older parent with the exception of having to bend down to pick up like yeah. the football. That, that is, yeah, we are finding, we are finding that we're like a little bit more achy than normal. <laughs> like a lot of my younger friends, like moms are 32, 33 and I'm like, Oh, 42 guys in next month. Hi. Mm-hmm. But, um, what was I even saying? We have a, I think we do have Like we do have a good balance. Don't you think? I think so. Like, I mean, I, yeah. like, you know, like he does all the bills. He does all the, you know, things that need to get done. I've always been type A, clean, OCD. So like it doesn't, I don't mind cleaning. I like cleaning. Although it's been a little stressful being home so much because there's just messes everywhere. Like, you know, there's just double the traffic in the kitchen and the kids are home all the time. And it's just like, it's it's been a little stressful. And they say too that a lot of people who are at home 
through this that are normally clean people just keep finding things to clean. Yeah, like that's you just, what I mean. Yeah. Now, that's not my problem, but uh, that's one that I can see that you could you could develop pretty easily. Yeah, I told him the other day. I said, I like, I'm, I'm literally clean. I'm vacuuming. I'm vacuuming our house like three times a day now, tw- twice a day at least. And that's like not a good. That's not a good thing. But it's because I'm home all the time. Like, in, you know what I mean? I'm home all the time, so I'm finding things. Like, I was cleaning the baseboards today. Why am I doing that? I should pay like Zach to do it for. But he, like, like I'm a perfectionist. So if he misses a spot, I'm not gonna be. That's not gonna be good enough for me. I'm gonna that, have to go back over it. And that is an interesting thing about you. In that, um, there's a lot of things that I could help with. But when I do, you just get mad at me yeah, for doing them wrong. I know. So that I just, I've, I've given up. I really do. That's one fault of mine that I really wish I could fix. Everyone's like, oh, my, my kids do chores. My kids do this. My kid-. Like, yes, I would love to have my kids do chores, but they wouldn't do them the way I want them to do them. And I would end up doing them. <laughs> so I would true. end up doing them for them. Because you get mad when they don't pick up after themselves. But when they pick up after themselves, they don't put it away yeah, the way you want it right. put away. It's so bad. then it's you want to doing it anyway. It, it like I really wish that in every I swear every single morning I wake up and I ask God please give me patience please give me patience give me please give me patience I could tell that bothers you sometimes but I mean I, you know I think you, of course you're the the, the toughest uh, on yourself yeah but um, but I I know what you mean it, it can get, look it's it's a it's a lot to deal you know like we have pretty awesome kids I think uh, yeah. they they're pretty great but they do have their moments just like any other kids and yeah uh, that can be difficult, especially when you're around them all the time. That you know, that's the thing with with this situation and everybody being home. You don't have the variety anymore, yeah. right? Like, uh, you know, I one of the things that we have done for a while is like you, as you said, you're not a big traveler. So you know, I, I have a, a group of friends that we you know we'll go out a, a few times a year and do like a weekend trip or somewhere. And like, I really like that. It's like a nice kind of reset for me, where it's just gone now. Yeah. It's just gone. There's not even a way to put it on the schedule. Yeah, no. You know, and that sort of stuff, like everybody's just out of the routine in such a major way right now. Yeah. Um. Well, oh, that was the other question too, wasn't it? Something about travel. Did you ever say anything nice about me? I forgot. I, I just want to make sure that, I, that I we just, got that in there. I just did 20 minutes on how nice you are. Okay. I just want to make sure that got in there. You're not going to edit that <laughs> Oh, part I didn't out talk right. about what, what annoyed me about you. No, yeah, you did. You said I was sarcastic and an asshole. Oh, no, no. That's I was going to say you always bite your nails. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. Oh, my gosh. That's a terrible habit. And I, I, I had a dime. I know. No, there's no doubt about that. I, I I just copped that one completely guilty. There was a travel <laughs> question, though. Oh, what was your best favorite destination? Ah, um, France. Pr- probably France. Yeah, the the South. We we a friend of mine had a, a birthday party. Mm-hmm. A party. A birthday. A birthday a party. It was his fortieth party. Yeah. He wanted to do something crazy. Yeah. Decided he wanted to go to France. We went to France uh, for a few days, and it was a few days. Yeah, like a nine. But okay. Was it? I don't think yeah. it was that long. That's okay. That, if you're gonna I, fly to France, you're not gonna go there well, for a no. weekend. I was fine with it because he came back with a Louis Vuitton for me, so I didn't care. I mean, could we sound any more elitist? This it's is ridiculous. Very elitist, but you uh, got it for a, a bargain. I, I, well, I got it because I was bribing you <gasps> for letting me go, no. which is really what happened. Mm-hmm. Although it was a bargain, I will say uh, that was really nice. I mean, I I had no. No real interest in going to France, honestly, and that where wherever we were was really really nice. I want to go. Here's here are the places I want to go. I want to go to Turkmenistan. Ugh. I want to go to uh, Dubai. Oh uh, yeah. I want to go to North Korea. Why do you want to go to North Korea? I just want to see it. I mean, I don't want to go there now because I surely get murdered. But I would love to see it at some point in my life. Um, and then there's a bunch of tropical type locales that I would love to go to as well. But those are the weird ones that I kind of want to go to. There, those are really interesting, strange places that I would love to see. Oh, and Chernobyl. Got to go to Chernobyl at some yeah, point in my life. You're on your own on all of those. I don't think I would bring you to a nuclear disaster no. site. I'm not that kind of guy. <laughs> That's a second date type of thing. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Janelle wants to know, do you wear the same suit every day on Studios America or do you have multiple black suits with skinny black ties? 
I have multiple black suits and multiple black ties and multiple shirts. I will say, you because do? of this quarantine thing that is going actually, on right now, uh-huh. like the dry cleaners are not essential businesses. So I am just stuck tra- like rotating through the same few shirts. Now I'm only wearing them when I'm on the air. Right. So you're you're only on like they're only on for an hour. Yeah. But still, you know, when you're months into this, it's it's I, I mean, I can't even luckily that, you know, it's not scratch and sniff television because God only knows what I smell like these days. Oh, my gosh. You always smell good. Thank you. Yeah. It's the right guard. Fresh, clean. OK, um, <laughs> let's get to the next question. Um, <laughs> right guard. <laughs> It's a high-end, yeah, I'm a very classy guy. It's I love right, right guard. guard. I, even Zach has it. Zach's been wearing deodorant since he was four. Four or five. Yeah, well, you got to smell good. Um, I remember we went out to dinner with Dana Lash one time, and we were talking about, you know, she's got a couple of sons, and she was like, you can't ever teach them at a young enough age hygiene and skincare, and that's what I'm instilling on our son. That's it is what, true, because you don't care about that at all as a little boy. No, you don't. But yeah, like, Really, I'll, for a long time. Zach's going to be the only one out of his group you just watch. He's going to have clear skin when he's 13. He will have good skin and good. he will always smell good because that boy, gold bond, and his deodorant and his <laughs> moisturizer, his face moisturizer. <laughs> okay. Um, do you hear Miles in the background snoring? Yeah. Miles is in here. He's been snoring the entire time. Uh, I know. Poor thing. Bless him. Do you have another one or not? Yeah. Yeah. One more. Okay. All right. Let's finish with this one. Debbie wants to know what's the first thing we're going to do as a family when Texas opens up? Well, Debbie, we answered that. We're going to dinner on Friday night. Yes. Dinner is a big one. Uh, we will probably, you did, you did throw out there. I noticed going to go to the mall. Well, I know, but you know what? I was thinking the mall is going to have limited hours because I, my favorite mall is North Park here in Dallas. It's the best. And it's 25% capacity, which that mall's huge. So I'm thinking... Okay, we can totally go, but that would have to be like a day date. Because it's I only think. open during the day. Because only yeah, they're not they're gonna close probably at eight o'clock or something. So we did make reservations for Saturday night too for just him and I, Stu and I, because Taryn will come over, our babysitter on Saturday night. So we'll probably just go to dinner again. But we're taking the kids out on Friday night, and this is gonna be just weird because didn't you say all like all the servers will be wearing masks, right? Yeah, it's not gonna, gonna be. be the, well, it's look, gonna be a weird vibe. I, I think we're doing it because I want to be supportive, and I it's been a while. Yeah, but I mean, the idea of going to restaurants with wait- waiters and waitresses and masks yeah. is not exactly—it's not ideal. It's 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 suboptimal, yeah. as, as we would say. Um, but I, I mean, I, I think one of the big things that's going to change and for a longer period of time is that we, as you mentioned, go out on these date nights pretty much every weekend, and a lot of that stuff is that we do with crowds. We also take the kids to a lot of places with crowds. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I was thinking about the last weekend before all this stuff happened um, and, and everything really calmed down, we went to a, a Dallas Mavericks game mm-hmm. uh, like three or four days before they close, yeah. closed the yeah. season. Yep. We went to a comedy club yep. that, that, uh, that, that weekend night, as yep, well. That weekend before, and yep. like all that stuff, I don't know when that stuff comes back because that's the, like the comedy club is the, is a great example of like the, the exact problem area for this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea when that stuff's going to come back. And I, you know, you think about all these performers. I mean, you've interviewed a zillion of them over the years, singers and comedians and all of this. When does their world come back? Well, this is what I was saying. Like, so Lady Gaga was supposed to come out with Chromatica, her album, on April 10th. Then coronavirus hit. Mm-hmm. And you can't, if you're an artist, you cannot, you can't promote your album in this, in the middle of this. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if half these, now we know everybody's canceling their tours. Everybody's postponing their tours. Taylor Swift just announced last week she's completely done for the rest of the year. She'll reschedule next year. I think that's going to be the case for all. I don't think anybody's going to a concert for the rest of the year. Yeah, I, I put this up. Uh, I've been asking people this question largely because I, I'm interested in the answer, which is February 7th, 2021. 
is the Super Bowl. Mm. It's February. Now, remember, we're in what, April? Yeah. So that's a long, long yeah. way away. Yep. Will it be played on that date with a crowd? A legitimately full crowd like the Super Bowl is every I year. Know. I don't know. And I, I put that poll out on, on uh, Twitter, and it was 50-50, basically. People were like, you know, 50-50 guess and no, which is incredible. It's 10 months away. I know, but do you want to go? I mean, I know oh. the Super Bowl is your thing, oh, but I'll, what if, if they're having it, then obviously things are good. Yeah. Things are... Uh, or if they're having it and there's a crowd. Like there's, oh. a, there's a lot of talk about them playing these things without crowds for a while, which is kind of... I just can't even imagine. I, know, I cannot imagine. I... I was thinking about this because, you know, we were going to take the kids to like Kids Bop this summer. We had tickets. We bought six tickets for, remember, for Ainsley's birthday for Kids Bop in August. That's done. I, we didn't get, I mean, yep. it's going to be canceled, I'm sure. Um, and then Dude Perfect, our favorite guys from local Frisco here. They're awesome. They're so awesome. And this would be the second time that we'd see them. They just canceled their tour. They're offering, they're going to reschedule and then they're going to give options to get refunded or go. I, it just sucks. Like the last concert you and I went to, the last concert I went to was Lauren Daigle with Ainsley and her little friend Aniston. That was literally like a week before everything closed down. That Thursday night, what we went to see Lauren Daigle and then that Sunday was when we went to the math. Yeah, and I think it was a Tuesday or Wednesday. I mean, really when that stuff started, oh, when I, it was like the N- NBA canceled the season. It's and, awful. And it all cycled this. out of control. I took the kids to our town square last week just to walk around and I was more mad than even, I was, I, I am still sad. Like even today, driving through there to get, to go to Pottery Barn to pick up my order. It's so sad to see a place that we go to every, like literally every day. A place that has constant street festivals. It's so family oriented. Everybody knows everybody. And to see it vacant, like nobody's there. It's like a movie. Every store, all the displays are up. Everything's still intact. No one's there. This is why I want to go to Chernobyl. It's so cool. They had the nuclear disaster. And then there's just like all of society. Didn't Glenn do that? No. Where did he go? No, he didn't go there. Well, where did he go? Where was it just like... I don't know. Uh, but I, I, that, that abandoned stuff is yeah. really fascinating to me. I would go. With, I, I like that stuff. So you'll go to the nuclear disaster no, site, but, mm, but you won't go with me to France. You'll go You'll go to a nuclear disaster site, but not a nice little French if there was a, If there was a site, like <laughs> if there was a museum that offered that, I would go. Like local. A local museum about <laughs> the disaster site. Sure. Okay. Sounds like fun. I mean, whatever. It's a day date. Day date. <laughs> day date. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. This whole COVID thing, I keep hearing from everybody from all over the, the country, people that live in Germany that follow and are telling me that, you know, things are there and doing this and we're doing that. And I, I mean, our parents are like, we're from the Northeast. My parents are in Connecticut. Stu's stepmom's in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. It's realistic to actually think New York's probably not going back to school in September. Yeah. If you're in New York City. I mean, if, if you're, you're in, in Detroit, New York City. There's a few areas that are been really hard hit and uh, are going to be take a long time you know look this is we're going to have to we're going to have to do this and we're going to have to poke our noses out and and hope for the best and everybody you know try to do their best to avoid uh, anything that can cause a problem but you know look society cannot be shut down forever we all realize that's that. what this I is a say. temporary solution uh to a very major problem yep and on the other side you know i mean i will say you know going out to a very basic dinner yeah. Is something you, you now all of a sudden really cherish for, I don't know how long it lasts, but it's it's definitely true. I know. I said that at the very beginning, all the little things that we took for granted, all the stupid little errands that we'd run or like, mm-hmm. you know, just all of that, we didn't even think twice about. And now it's like, we're just 
oh, we're just dying for friends and interaction. And like my, uh, the kids, like our kids haven't seen their friends in seven and a half weeks. I mean, are they going to see their teachers at all? You think? I don't know. These are questions I, everybody in America is facing right now, you know, and, and it's, uh, the, the school thing is such a major thing. I mean, our kids are young and they're just excited to be home with hanging with oh, us. Oh, they think it's the age. greatest thing ever, which oh, yeah, is so sweet. Like we, we have accomplished a lot since they've been home, like with the yeah. scooters and with the bikes, like they really have been very excited about it. But a friend of mine who I work with, uh, his daughter is a senior in high school Awful. and is now missing not only their graduation, which mm-hmm. is, you know, uh, it's a moment you remember yeah. certainly, but beyond that, it is to the level of, you know, she's missed the entire second semester, basically, Awful. of her senior year, which Awful. is, of course, you've got nothing to do. There's no work to do in that semester. But that's the best part. But that's it's the so best fun. part. Right. Yeah. Like, so all that fun and all, you know, with all your friends and you just miss out on all of it. It's it's torture for a lot of these people. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I, you know, it's, it has been a, it's been a, I never would have believed. I, I came back, I remember coming back to you and saying, I don't think they're going back to school on Monday because they were on oh vacation gosh, and you were like, died. oh my gosh, no way. No, don't say that. Don't say that. And now they're not going at all. I never would have believed never. this was possible never. to see this. And I and I, I remember just going through this and seeing all these things happen. Oh. It's like, why is it, you know, like when Italy is closing as oh. a country, that's not a good sign. And that stuff hit us really fast. And a bunch of that stuff happened in the NBA closing its season. All of these big events like that were all events that really you could never have seen coming. But, mm. you know, they're at, you know, at least with us, our kids are at a great age where it, this has not made them miserable. They've actually enjoyed it. We spent a lot of time with them. And, mm. you know, there's been, there's, there's been uh, testing moments, as I'm sure Lisa mm. has covered here in the podcast many, many times. <laughs> but overall, it's been, it's, uh, you know, look, I think at the end of the day, this is obviously a tragic thing for the country and so many people dealing with uh, yeah. with this stuff personally. Job loss, yeah. But I mean, all you can try to do is make it as good a memory as possible for your family. That's yeah, all you can do. I know, yeah. All right. Um, I already have his, I already have Fiona Apple pulled up. Every, I, I, I know. Now, this is not the genre that you would normally no, play on the end the, of the podcast. But you're the guest on this podcast. You really so, want to play, I, you know I love Fiona Apple. I, well, you're the guest. Mm-hmm. Like, what I do you mean, want me to do? Throw down some Cardi B or you want you want Fiona Apple? What I mean, do you want? I don't, you know your audience. I, are they going to want to hear Fiona Apple? It doesn't matter what I they want to hear. Look, it's what it, I want to hear. Is it a perfect, it got a perfect score? Well, what album. song do you want to play? Fiona Apple is like Stu's favorite artist of all time ever. Yes, that's true. Like he just loves her. She's the greatest songwriter of our generation. Oh my gosh. Uh, if you don't know that, just to let you know. He loves her. So when she I mean, I could come up, I could try to come up with a more poppy song. I mean, like, you know, Fiona Apple is not exactly, it's not exactly your, uh, no. your genre. It's okay. We we have a, a wide variety of listeners. This audience. That's true. That's spans. true. Fans. I mean, maybe cosmonauts from the new scene. Where the heck is that know. on here? I don't know. You got to search for it. Uh, how know. do you even call, spell that? Cosmonauts. What is that? What does that even mean? I don't know. I mean, I, no, it's fine. Fiona Apple. She was probably high when she. Oh, came. I'm sure I, she that, was Is high. that a made up word? Cosmonaut. No, it's like a like an what astronaut. Oh. Like a, you're, okay. It's like you know you're going into space and stuff. I don't know what that. Cosmonauts. Here. There you go. It's a good song. You'll like it. Go ahead. I'm not going to. Do it. This is Fiona Apple. It is from Fetch the Bolt Color. (laughs) (laughs) Your face ignites a fuse to my patience. Whatever you do is going to be wrong. 
of the year we're talking about it already nominations Rolling Stone said that right I mean the reviews of it are absolutely ridiculously good yeah uh, the, the the name of the CD is Fetch the Bolt Cutters um, and this that name of that the, the song is all about basically like wanting to come out of uh, a place where she's locked in you know obviously cutting the bolts to get out yeah so fits the quarantine era it very really does well. the timing was impeccable for yeah. Fiona well Apple. they rushed it up they were gonna <laughs> release it I think in like October or something oh, and they really? pushed it up because they're like eh, Hey, this, we happen to have an album about the thing that's going on. Yeah, fetch the bolt cutters, everybody. <laughs> Hashtag fetch the bolt cutters. So that's what we're doing this weekend. Yeah. Fetching the bolt we cutters. Fetching going the out bolt for dinner. cutters. Yep. We'll let you know. Um, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thanks for everybody uh, that submitted questions. Shout out to Stu's little fan page on Facebook. Stu, you should join it maybe and say hi to your friends. I would love to do that. Uh, also, uh, did we set the record for the longest podcast? I think we did. I don't think I have a podcast longer than an hour. We talk to each other every day. Why are we talking for so long? I don't know. It's weird though. It's weird. It's weird to talk to you like this. (laughs) I'm literally like my, it's just so weird to have you here. I live here. What do you mean it's weird to have me here? It's weird that you're like a guest. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Everybody, please subscribe, share, rate, review. You can listen to me nationally Monday through Friday on a show called Pop Crush Nights. Do, is this thing catered? Do I have 
Any, is there any food service? There's no food service. Okay. No, 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 no. All right. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And watch Stu tomorrow night on YouTube and on The Blaze for Stu Does America and yeah. tomorrow morning uh, on the radio and where else? On Twitter. Everything is Stu Does America. He has a million more followers than me. I'm not cool enough to have a TV show, so whatever. It's fine. Thanks for listening and thanks for coming on. Thank you very much.